0: Welcome, friends, to our second week in uh, our online practice group for arenas. Apologies for my uh, scratchy uh, voice today. Um, I am currently dealing with a, a case of RSV, I just found out. So I've been sick for about a week. Um, but this is as good as... My voice has been in a few days, so hopefully this, this talk will come through okay on the audio here. So this week will be centered on the arena of gratitude. The seed of joy and the seed of gratitude are companion plants in the garden of our mind, body, heart system. When we water one seed, we are automatically watering the other seed. And each one is its own manifestation in the garden, but their roots are intertwined. Without a concrete way to actively practice gratitude, I think it can be easy to have it stay situated as this ethereal concept or sort of good-sounding idea and not be taken any further Like joy, gratitude is both sort of a feeling state and also a quality of character that we can develop and strengthen. When gratitude is cultivated into a quality of being, which is what happens when our practice of gratitude is regular and ongoing, certain other elements arise naturally, which help to support and stabilize us as a result. In my own experience, these elements include things like an increased capacity to meet the moment where it's at rather than where I want that moment to be, a healthy embodied sense of humility, reverence for life, and a deeper connection with the many small and simple wonderful things that often get overlooked or undervalued or taken for granted. Finding and developing ways to water the seed of gratitude on a regular and ongoing basis is one of the most fruitful practices that I personally actively engage with. I consider it to be a crucial element for myself in terms of generating wellness and well-being. And there's always more to do in this arena. Nourishing gratitude is a mainstay action all of these four arenas are. If we only practice gratitude for a specific amount of time, while the effects will linger on in our internal landscape to a certain degree, once we stop actively practicing, the strength of it will weaken and fade over time. So it's important to be creative, I think, in coming up with new ways to practice gratitude so that it has an opportunity to really stick around and grow more and more vibrant and supportive in our daily life. There's part of me that even wonders if practicing gratitude can help to counteract the anxiety epidemic that is present in our human collective. It's possible, I think, to Deeply invest in this arena in such a way that brings forth this stable, consistent balance to our internal landscape. That fosters not only a felt sense of having enough and being enough, but can even bridge us into a place of abundance. Brene Brown has written about how the opposite of scarcity is not abundance. The opposite of operating from a place of scarcity scarcity is operating from a place of having and being enough and in my experience gratitude has the power as a practice to move us into that realm of abundance which goes beyond having and being enough if we establish a strong quality of gratitude it's not as though it rids us of bouts of stress or worry or anger fear, confusion, and so on, but it can afford us the ability to not be overtaken by it, not be overwhelmed by it. Our branches will continue to sway when it storms, but the trunk of our tree will remain grounded and stable. I'm a big fan of being creative when it comes to my practice in this arena and and in each of the arenas we're covering in this practice group. Well, this arena in partic- with this arena in particular, I have a couple of practices that I do daily that I've been consistent with for a number of years. And then I also like to experiment with adding new ones into the mix from time to time. So not replacing the daily ones that I have, but rather in addition to. For example, I picked up a practice for the calendar year of 2019 which involved sending a thank you note or a postcard to someone in the mail once a week. So throughout 2019, once a week, I crafted and sent a short note to someone or a business or organization in order to express my appreciation. And it was some t- somewhat time-consuming, um, as I was finding postcards and stamps and addresses, and uh, but I really enjoyed it. It was a good practice for me to do for a full year. And of course, this practice could be modified to sending a text or an email or posting a positive online review. Um, But as I am someone who genuinely enjoys sending things in the U.S. mail uh, and feels like it's a bit more personal of a medium to use, you know, I enjoy uh, handwriting notes and letters. Um... That's what, you know, I did that because that's what spoke to me. So I really encourage coming up with your own practices or modifying existing gratitude practices so that they fit, work, and resonate for you. And I think this is especially important to keep in mind because we want to be careful not to have our practice of gratitude become something rote and routine. You know, we want to be able to really feel our way into whatever practice We choose to engage with, to connect with it, um, you know, as a a sacred act and encounter. And maybe that means we'll try something out and then discover that it doesn't do much for us or it feels like a slog to get through and so then we can try something else. You know, a common example is gratitude journaling, writing down one or more things we're grateful for each day. But if we don't Dig writing, that's probably not the practice for us, you know, and for some of us, my husband, for example, that practice would be kind of a nightmare as he really doesn't like writing at all. Um, So I encourage us to play around in this arena and find what works for you and know that it's super likely that you'll need to test out a few things in order to figure out what works and what doesn't. So I'd like to close with a poem by Mary Oliver Uh, and this poem is called Messenger. My work is loving the world. Here the sunflowers, there the hummingbird, equal seekers of sweetness. Here the quickening yeast, there the blue plums. Here the clam deep in the speckled sand. Are my old, Are my boots old? Is my coat torn? Am I no longer young and still not half perfect? Let me keep my mind on what matters, which is my work, which is mostly standing still and learning to be astonished. The Phoebe, the Delphinium, the sheep in the pasture, and the pasture, which is mostly rejoicing, since all ingredients are here which is gratitude, to be given a mind and a heart and these body clothes, a mouth with which to give shouts of joy to the moth and the wren, to the sleepy dug-up clam, telling them all over and over how it is that we live forever.